Hey y'all, welcome to the latest episode of Catch the Fuck Up. I'm Fern. And I'm Nicole. And today we're looking at My Hero Academia chapter 366, um, the title of which is Full Moon. And <laughs> and uh, when I read that, I was like, okay, Miroko is going to do something like impressive because, you know, she's got the whole moon aesthetic oh, going on. That would have been great. But it well. wasn't that. Listen. It was not that. <laughs> And, and like, just so y'all are, y'all know, both Fern and I had to work today. So we were in the clutches of capitalism while we were waiting to Mm -hmm. read. And you would think it would make like the workday pass faster because we have something to look forward to. No, it was torturous and it took forever, but it's here now. Absolutely not. Today was three days long. Why is it not Thursday tomorrow? I don't understand. Yep. Yep. Exactly. And uh, before we dive into this chapter, because uh, there's a lot, even though, I mean, technically, like, two things happened, but it's fine. We have a lot to talk about. <laughs> yes, let's just get on to it, and then we can just giggle our little hearts out. Yes. Um, first of all, I did finish the last episode's transcript, which reminded me of how last time uh, little baby Tenko inside his mind prison was like no one reached out to me and I have to put it in listeners heads now that I've put it in Fern's head that nobody reached out to him so what if he is saved by Izuku and Katsuki both reaching out their hands to save him now that they have reached out their hands to each other and just like it's beautiful Oh man, I really hope that's true. Especially, especially Katsuki. I feel like that Mm -hmm. would be super significant if he finally progresses from, you know, the person who figures out how to take someone's hand and then passes that lesson along to someone else who's had a very similar struggle. Like, -hmm. I just think that parallel would be perfect. Um, It would be beautiful. And that's where we ended last chapter with just like the fight ongoing and Tenko and AFO just, just, in a split mind and then we get to this chapter and we just drop all metaphor and meaningfulness <laughs> oh my god Horikoshi <laughs> was like I think I need to apologize for everything I put y'all through <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh and I didn't think he was gonna pull it off but he did so let's get into it all right so we start off with somebody narrating I don't know if it's if we're supposed to know who's narrating at this point because like it's not clear and like the tone of the voice isn't familiar at least at the moment absolutely zero clue we'll find out eventually I guess eventually but basically somebody is narrating that at this time Tomura and or Tenko and or AFO because their ideal body was hurt and because they thought being ideal meant just having an overwhelming tidal wave of fingers like that was his first form but now that he's hurt because erasure is preventing any kind of healing or hyper regeneration quirk from actually helping his body is now searching for a new form amidst all his uh panic because he does not think well under pressure good god no he does not all right well so last time we were thinking he was going to pull out some sort of weird ghost thing with the shapes of his family um and like that's part of it 
but instead it's kind of turned into a more defensive form. So the tidal wave of fingers is gone for the moment. It's um, turned and- into body armor fingers now. Yes. And that's yes. That's delightful. Also, I don't think it's a coincidence that we saw AFO's young form just a couple chapters ago because he's mm-hmm. got the exact same build here. Yep, yep. There's definitely some similarities between AFO's rewinded form and the body shape that we're seeing here under the finger armor, because that mm-hmm. is basically what it looks like. And like, just imagine original Shigaraki, how he had those hands like on his ribs and his chest, and it was kind of a weird placement, but now it's like all up and down his torso. So yeah, it honestly, the, it's a very apropos final form. Yes, very much. Um, it's, he's also got it on his face as like a protective mask. And one of his hand, one of his hands like still has the, it looks like they're like just faded memories of his dead family as his fingers. So he's got like heads for fingers and fingers for a torso. It's not fun. Okay. So with all this in mind, uh, Miracle comes in next and says, eat this and die, which God, I love her. I love her so much. Utter perfection. Um, And so she launches an attack and it, it doesn't go well. Unfortunately, she launches at him and Sugarfo punches her with the uh I'm calling it the family fist yes family fist that's perfect (laughs) yeah he punches her with the family fist and she goes flying and it's not good um and then we switch to Mirio who's there trying to like attack and before he can really do anything Tamaki who is also nearby gets hit with another blow and then Nedjuri comes in to try to help and she also gets hit by the family fist so nobody's having a good time Mirio has been unable to stop these three attacks for his allies and he is just uh not having a good time yeah he is having a very 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 bad time like this has got to be the worst because he's just got his powers back Mm-hmm. And he's right back to feeling useless. Like yep. that's oof. That's got to be a really difficult mental state to be in. Yep. And Sugarfo picks up on that, and he's like, "You have nothing on me that can actually do any damage." And we see that does rattle Mirio. So we just continue with the fight, and Sugarfo, assumingly the Tenko side of Sugarfo, says. <laughs> You don't get to fix what I already broke, which has several layers of psychological metaphor, which I am just too befuddled to get into now. But basically, I guess Tenko is just coming, still coming from that point of view of nobody helped him. So nobody gets to help anybody else. Mm -hmm. Destruction is is his last bid for control over his life. Exactly. Yep. Yep. And, but the fight continues and BJ leaves Katsuki on the ground. I know he's just like, nothing about that panel is funny, but it's also really funny because you just see like Katsuki's head in the distance yep. and it's just like, there he is. He's just laying there. He's just <laughs> like, he's oh just, God. He's just still mostly dead on the ground and BJ launches an attack because he does recognize that whatever this form is, he recognize it as, recognizes it as a defensive form. So mm-hmm. even though he just punched three of their allies to kingdom come bj recognizes that he is like mentally more on the ropes 
Yeah, like the the battle has shifted in their favor. Yes, even though all their allies are now kind of on the ground, uh, not getting up. Um, yeah, it doesn't look like things are going well, but... <laughs> Yeah, so basically this is a pivotal point there. Yes. There we go. Yep. So Mirio is trying to stop Sugarflow from getting to Katsuki, as is BJ. Um, while Tamaki and Nedre are on the ground, presumably passed out or really hurt. And Mirko is in a tree. That's how hard she got hit. She landed in a tree. That's not yep. good. Uh, we girl. don't know her status either, unfortunately. Um, but in this moment, Mirio flashes back to Sir Nidai, which I forgot they had an actual relationship and not Nidai just being a perv. Right. Um, I just, oh thank God, all these teeny <laughs> tiny little details are coming back. I just, yep. once again, I am yelling at Horikoshi for doing yep. his job. Yep. So Mirio flashes back to when Nidai was dying and foresaw Mirio's great future as like a fine hero great, fine, but he's not doing well. And then you go to the next page and we have um, the the pussycat. What's her face? I forget her name. I know. I can't remember either. I just remember it all. Ah. Mandalay. Yeah. Mandalay is the telepath and like the communications person who basically through her, we found out somebody was fucking with the communications, which turned out to be the satellite guy. But now some sort of communications is back. We don't know if it's her telekinesis or the actual comms. Anyway, she says to keep Sugarfo busy for two seconds and they are going to lower the electromagnetic barrier. Which when I got to this page, my heart fucking stopped. Yeah. Which if you've been paying <laughs> if you've been paying any sort of attention or have been able to keep any semblance of where everybody is in this moment we realized what if Deku is coming back and he has to get through the barrier mm-hmm. Oh. Mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. so so from there um Mirio and best genus are like how the fuck are we supposed to keep him busy for two seconds so he doesn't escape yeah I liked the line two seconds is an eternity because in, in this situation it really fucking is it really is and so in this moment we go to Mirio because BJ even though he's trying to like attack and keep Shigaraki like basically held with his fiber is not going well. So it's really up to Mirio. And in this moment, he's just like thinking, thinking, thinking. Nothing seems right. Nothing seems right. And he thinks back to his time in Nadai's agency when he was a sweet little baby intern when the world wasn't utter shit. Um, and he basically remembers what they worked toward and that was to keep smiling. And like a world without smiles and humor isn't anything. And so you 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 turn the page and <laughs> Mirio is fucking moons. Sugar Sugaraki. Sugarfell. In the middle of an all-out super powered war, Mirio full moons the big bad villain. And I no one could come up with this except Mirio. I <sighs> I love I, him so much. And Has I, he risen in your esteem, Eddie? Because I know he's not your favorite. 
I don't know. I mean, he's doing great. I cannot, I cannot deny that he's doing a great job. And I do appreciate that he has become a little more realistic with this little panic attack, but I'm more mad that all his mooning and nakedness from the previous seasons has actually come back to be plot relevant and not just <laughs> him being him. So now I'm mad about that, but also impressed by that. Right. That's, oh my God. That's <sighs> right. That's exactly where I am. I am very angry angry and very impressed and and amused and laughing my ass off yes yep <laughs> somehow all three are possible and it was a great moment it was it's about damn time the tension broke even though even as he's mooning shigafo he's actively <laughs> panicking and shiggy shiggy's face is just like what? What the fuck is this? <laughs> like, he was absolutely not expecting this and in my little in my little head, um, what is it? Head cannon, where uh -huh. like Shiggy is fully rehabilitated and gets to have friends and hangs out with everybody. Never I'm gonna now, happen. <laughs> gosh, I'm Never. now imagining that he and Mirio become like best bros. Oh, I can see that happening. And I would say that like Mirio is confused by it happening, but no, he's Mirio. He's like all for it. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. Mirio acts as weird as he possibly can just to make Shiggy feel better like yeah yep. I can get behind that part of the impossible headcanon but no. <laughs> he's he's definitely just going to prison if he survives so, <laughs> so let me have this <laughs> okay. okay so we have the mooning we have the title coming into actual play not that your fucking title not Mirako's moon-based brand. No, it's not her shining moment. It's Mirio taking his ass out again. So. Yeah, Mirio and his dump truck ass. <laughs> between between this and the season five episode where he's just twirling down the river, I cannot with this. I I cannot with him, but I also can't hate him anymore. I'm just how much and an ocean's depth of feelings about Muriel. None of them are positive, but they are deep. Okay, so okay, it I'm worked. Good. Yep, yep, you're good. Uh, it worked. Uh, Shigafo is stunned for probably more than two seconds because, I mean, we're oh, that was still talking about 10 it. seconds at least. At least. So you turn the page and it is basically a full page shot of the sky above sky high kind of showing the barrier and showing two of the wires which and it's not clear immediately who it is even though after Mandalay's dialogue you kind of suspect and or hope um but from this distance it doesn't really look like anybody in particular and at first I thought it was Aizawa coming in with some ninja action from the like from the roof like he usually does <laughs> it's not Aizawa he's still He's still with Monoma, uh, but I do want to point out real quick, I didn't notice it on my first read through. Under the figure in the ceiling, there are fighter jets coming behind him. Oh, so, shit. Yeah. So I don't know what the fighter jets mean, but I just noticed that. So this is oh, like, my I'm goodness. Think, I wonder if that has something to do with our flashback to America. I think so. Or other nations have finally gotten off their asses. I mean, it would be very American to be like, we're going to throw some fighter jets at it. Like that's yeah. our solution to everything. 
So yeah. we have Captain Celebrity <laughs> and our whole hero industry on our side of the ocean. But no, we're gonna send in fighter jets and stuff. Is it fighters. weird that I kind of miss Captain Celebrity right now? It's not weird because it was a simpler time when we were reading about Captain. I was Celebrity. just, I was just hit. You mentioned his name, and I was suddenly hit with like a wave of nostalgia. And yeah. I was like, oh man, I miss that weird fucker. But anyway, I, back on I topic. Also, I, he is in the same call with Mario. Like, I don't hate him because he's fun to hate. I hate him just because I don't like him. <laughs> like, whatever. <laughs> and then um, at, and then on the other side of the full page spread, um, as Shigaraki is coming out of his shock at being mooned in the middle of a war... <laughs> He realizes that somebody is above him. So you turn the page and it's Izuku. It's Izuku. <laughs> look at him. Look at oh. our baby. Look at look his at... determined little face and his oh little expression. My... He looks so scary and just it's you know Deku it's really, is here. It's really funny that you say that. I think Izuku can never look scary. Like even at his like scariest incarnation he still looks like a very angry puppy to me okay well that's you i can recognize <laughs> he's fucking pissed oh i know so. he's fucking pissed i just think he's also adorable and absolutely nothing can overcome his adorableness that might be like his 14th quirk actually adorable <laughs> yeah just unbearable cuteness okay well here on this panel is basically just a close-up of isuku's face um his eyes really we don't see his mouth angie baby yep we see the angie baby we see that one for all is fully um flowing through him and Mm -hmm. around him so and then you go to the next panel slash page and it is interestingly it is shigafo is looking at him right but it is from the side of shigafo that basically his left side where he has not been injured so this side of his face looks like Tomura it does not mm-hmm. look like AFO it looks like Tomura is looking straight on at Izuku which I'm sure is symbolic and metaphoric and whatever it also it reminded me of that um when the kids went to rescue Izuku from his angst adventure and mm-hmm. like you got um izuku's face and then katsuki's face and they were like just like staring each other in the eye like this felt like a very close parallel to that yep yep and i'm sure that was purposeful because i hate horikoshi and he can he does all the things at once so Mm -hmm. from that look you turn the page and shigafo gets murked (laughs) by a a smash we don't know the strength of the smash because it just says smash and as he's just reeling from the concussive flow izuku lands on sky high and the chapter ends and my sons are back together again he's finally back also i need to know what happened during the family conference what are we calling it the astroplane conference call which yes astroplane conference call i'm convinced that happened between the last time we saw izuku and now Right. And I love that we both think that even though there's absolutely no evidence of it. So I think if we don't switch to another fucking fight, like I feel like Horikoshi might do, I feel like next chapter, which does come out in six days. So we're finally back to Sunday. um, Next chapter is going to be the time either and or basically either Izuku, like what he was 
what he's been doing like the past three minutes because it's probably only been a couple minutes even though it's been 10 fucking chapters it's Um, been 10 years we're gonna see what he was doing over the ocean what he saw if the twinkles were in fact him seeing katsuki from far off and if there was some sort of astral plane meeting because you know he at least spoke to the second user when he saw the twinkles like the second user Mm -hmm. popped up so there was some sort of contact there um and then also maybe what's going to happen is he's going to see katsuki lying mostly dead on the ground and hopefully go feral god mode like i fucking need him to (laughs) you are so so invested in feral god mode i do think it's going to happen it is, it's the best trope ever. I don't care what anybody says alongside all the other best tropes ever. Seeing, <laughs> we have a seeing, whole list. Seeing the sunshine boy go into feral demon devil god mode for his grumpy um, partner. It's, it will never not be perfect. And I need it. It's good soup. It's good soup. Just like Bowser. Okay. <laughs> We are not going to give listeners context for that. Just, just, just go. That's, do that some would reading. take far too long to explain. It's yeah, fine. Just, just know that we have forever connected good soup to Bowser from Mario. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, again, that's where the chapter ended. Again, we only really got two things happening. We had Mario mooning Shigafo and Deku is finally back. Absolutely so. delightful. Thank fucking god the the relief in my body right now it's 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 ridiculous the amount of relief in my body for this fictional chapter oh Oh my god God. literally anytime izuku and katsuki get separated i i get anxiety Uh yeah i get anxiety (laughs) i can't i can't wait till next chapter where we see monoma and aizawa smiling that izuku is back i can't wait to figure out if communications are back up and that means somebody fucking punched skeptic in his stupid greasy face Oh, I can't, there are so I, I can't many wait. I'm, parts. I am I'm finally looking forward to the next chapter instead of <laughs> dreading it. But also uh-huh. I know that looking forward to the next chapter is going to jinx it. So maybe next chapter something even worse might happen. I don't even know, but it's okay because Izuku is here. Oh man. I really <sighs> hope we stay with this, but then I also equally hope that we finally fucking figure out what's going on with Ochako and Toga. Right, because now that Izuku is with Katsuki, everything is fine with the world. So now we can go mm-hmm. check on everybody else. So also- now my other source of anxiety is like super duper amplified and I will never know rest until that is resolved. Yep, yep. So that's what happened this week. Um, there, there, not much happened, but everything happened. Do you everything have anything happened? Did, did I miss anything? Like, is there anything else? <laughs> I don't think so. This one was fairly straightforward for once. For once. Um, yeah. <laughs> we finally just, got like two of the moving parts actually slotted together like a lovely little Lego. Finally. Yes. Two of the 800,000 parts scattered across this living room floor have been put together. <laughs> mm-hmm. and, and it's nice. It was a very satisfying click. Mm-hmm. Oh, now I'm I will so be happy he's back. Yeah, me too. I missed him. I did too. Oh my God. And like, for some reason, I think because he is just kind of a stereotypical main character, even though we've, we've discussed how he's not stereotypical at all. Like every time he's not on screen and then he comes back, I realize how much I was missing him. Like, Mm -hmm. 
Hey boy. He's just now, such a good character. Yep. Now I'm going to go eat up some of the six days of anxiety with like 10 different TikToks I saw that I didn't see. I saw that they were spoilers. So I sent them to myself because I wanted to watch them. And now I will come, I will come down from all this <laughs> excitement with the TikToks. Oh yeah. We've got a great one that honestly we need to repost to the yeah. podcast account because it's delightful. God yeah, works hard, I, but fan artists work harder. Yep. I'm going to tweet that as soon as we get off here. And then, um, I will probably be able to get the transcript up tomorrow after errands. So look forward to that. And yeah, everything is right with the world now that Deku is here. Yes, finally. Katsuki is getting saved. Yuzuku <laughs> is here. I just, now I just need my lesbians to get, to get, to get it together. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it yeah. will be okay. Yep. Everything will hopefully be okay. And I hope I don't eat my words on Sunday. <laughs> Knock on wood. <laughs> all right well thanks y'all for tuning in we will be back in six days but in the meantime go beyond plus ultra and catch the fuck up bye y'all bye